so we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. If this is your first time with us, we have a few other great episodes, especially if you want to learn about Chris's background, my background, and how he and I met online. So we have a Q&A episode. Like we've done before, I have gotten questions usually emailed to me from clients. Obviously, we make them anonymous here, but if it's a question one person has, it's likely a question a lot of people have. Debbie, that's you. Who's Debbie? Oh, anonymous. (laughs) Are you talking about little Debbie? (laughs) Uh, There's somebody out there named Debbie listening right now and saying, oh, not me. (laughs) Anyway, go on. Okay. So one client in particular just asked me rapid fire a bunch of questions. So I'll go through them one by one. Okay. He asks, first dates, is coffee the best option for building something lasting? (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing. I've been on a few first dates where alcohol was involved (laughs) and we kissed or more. (laughs) And it seemed to kill the momentum going forward, which is not where I thought that question was going. Mm-hmm. Why are you laughing? Well, I immediately thought, you know, dinner is the always the best option. But... Subway? <laughs> <laughs> All I said was I recommend a drink, alcohol, date as the first date option because it tends to loosen people up. I mean, unless someone doesn't drink, of course, just as long as no one gets out of control. And then I said for a weeknight, I recommend a drink. For a weekend day, date, I recommend coffee. And that's not a correlation I would make. I mean, basically anything where you can hear each other. Yeah, so I've done a lot of dinner dates. And we have talked about it where you don't necessarily agree with dinner dates on the first date or second date. I just think uh, it has a lot of undue pressure and time. Yeah, I, I think the key in that is time. It's how much time do you want to commit in a first date and the shorter is better because you can always extend that yeah you can always add dinner but you can't take it back so what i have found as being some of the successful dates coffee definitely can be one um drinks like you said if you drink or don't drink i also would recommend things like ice cream go out for an ice cream and something very casual exactly casual and You know, when I recommend going out for a drink, it's not the alcohol that I'm actually recommending. It's the environment because I know we've talked about body language before, but it often leads to, I can't say it leads to a better date, but it leads to a more intimate conversation when you are sitting next to each other than if you're sitting across from each other. So if you have the opportunity to sit at a bar instead of across from each other at a two-top table, you can have a a more intimate conversation because you're just physically closer to each other. You're not going to yell personal things across a table. And then you also have the distraction of maybe there's a bartender. Maybe there are other people around. Maybe something's going on. It just lets you have a break from staring into each other's eyes because that is intimidating and it feels like an interview. Yeah, as long as the bar is an intimate setting bar and not a loud, obnoxious, I can't hear you bar. Remind me not to do that again. Yes. Okay. Uh, His next question. Height. I don't have my height listed. If I match with a woman who is taller, how early should I mention I'm shorter? Some women care. Some don't. 
I wrote back, if she asks, she cares. If she doesn't, she doesn't. Simple. I would say no. I hear what you're saying, but I would say, unfortunately, most people, most women, maybe I'm overgeneralizing it. I do believe that women care more than they may say it. And they may not ask, but just because they don't ask doesn't mean they don't care. My best advice in this regards is just put your height. That way there's no question. And the people who are going to match with you already know, and you don't have to worry about having that as some unknown entity and whether or not they're going out with you or dating and they're going to be disappointed when they see you or whatever. Just post it. So I actually got this text from a client of mine recently on the topic of height. He's 5'4", and he said to me, I finally got a match in Bumble that didn't insta-unmatch me. And the message was, are you really short? First of all, come on now. We have better openers than that. And second, height is something you can't control. This is, I always say this. And, you know, I hate that shorter men are discriminated against in the dating world. It is what it is. But at least be a kind person, right? So he wrote back, I said I was 5'4", and she said, oh, well, and unmatched. Yeah. And I actually posted that on Instagram just to get other people's perspective. 44 comments later, you know, some people felt one way, some people felt another. But what we all agreed on was that just be kind. Look, everyone's got their preferences, but don't make someone feel badly for something that they cannot control. Yeah, I agree with being kind and, you know, being sincere about the conversation and, like you said, things that can't be controlled. But I think my general rule of thumb for any element about yourself that you may be worried about or you may want to doubt, question, be upfront, honest with, put it out put there. it in there, put it in your profile, just put it out there. That way you can just remove that from your stress. That's all true. Same thing. It's not just height. I mean, anything that exactly that you're not sure that might be divisive. Uh, I have a client with a very large tattoo on his chest, and he said, "Should I show that? Should I say it?" And he ended up posting a picture that I thought was the perfect middle ground. It showed the edge of the tattoo above the collar of his shirt, so it showed that. He has a tattoo, but it wasn't a shirtless selfie or anything like that. So it gives you enough to know. Yeah, totally support that idea. Do you have any tattoos? I do not. Just wondering. Okay, next question he asks, he, he was on a roll, is connect Spotify or Instagram to your profile? Are these advisable? Hmm. Probably not. And he's like having inner monologue as he's asking me this. Probably not. Keeping in line with the three pictures theory, which I'll correct in my response, too much information can be counterproductive. What about the Spotify theme song? If it's palatable? I wrote, very simply, correct, TMI. Though I recommend four or five photos, not three. Less is more. And I actually find this one funny because I was interviewed once by Ask Men magazine. It was some guy, a freelance writer, writing for Ask Men. And I helped him with his Tinder profile. So I rewrote his Tinder profile. I selected his pictures. Tinder allows more than four or five pictures, but I limited him to, I believe, five. And then you can connect your Instagram, which I advised him not to do. Again, because it's too much information. You just want to get to the date, right? Then share whatever you want. So I thought it was interesting. 
His article was not very kind. It kind of panned me. And his rationale was he asked this woman he matched with who he was very excited about going out with what she thought of his profile. And she said to him, it was good, but I wish I had seen more. I wish you had linked your Instagram. And I said to him, you do realize that's exactly the outcome we wanted. You want someone to want a little more so they'll go out with you. Not to see so much that they dismiss you because of one picture they don't like. So I just thought it was interesting that his conclusion was, oh, this advice was bad. The woman wanted more. And I'm like, No, the advice was perfect. It had the desired outcome. Yes, I see both sides of that. Look, I I can take a comment from you to counter-argue this point. That might be an outlier, right? That might be one of these situations where she asked for more, but other women may not, right? You don't know. Every single person is going to be different in this regard. Sure, but he got the date. If the point of online dating is to get the date, then that is the desired outcome. Okay, so that is where we have to distinguish. And I know what your definition is. And I know that other people don't have the same definition. What is the purpose of online dating? And you will argue that the purpose of online dating is to meet the person to go out on a date. Yes. There are other definitions, which is I'm looking for my soulmate. Rightly or wrongly, but, a but that has starts to start somewhere. With a date. Yes, it starts with a date. Wh- whatever. We already had our soulmate <laughs> But it has to start with a first date. I completely agree. I've had my Instagram linked to my Bumble and, and Tinder and all these things. And I have received more comments and messages related to my Instagram than not. It has often led to dates because of the content, like I said, the not. That may be because of the types of pictures that I'm posting on Instagram, none of which are actually of me, (laughs) right? And I think maybe that has something to do with it too, right? When you have a whole slew of Instagram pictures of, uh, of yourself, that's just like having a profile, a dating profile with 50 pictures of yourself. Exactly. And I think yours is... A good example of, sure, link it because if it's nature pictures or something. What? Right. Oh, it's food. It's food. <laughs> right. So people who are connecting with me because of my Instagram, they're also either foodies or passionate about food. And so now we have a shared interest All right. where that can come I together. I stand corrected on that. So my rationale to not link your Instagram is under the assumption that your Instagram has a lot of pictures of you. Yep. Because then... It's just too much. It's too much information. And for what it's worth, I do enjoy your food pictures. Okay. All right. One more question before the break. Question. When do you contact someone after matching with them? How long should I wait to reach out to a woman after we've matched? How do you balance being interested versus too eager? My advice, and you're laughing, Chris, because you're probably going to (laughs) disagree. That's okay. I don't care is immediately. There's no sense in waiting. Strike while the iron is hot. No games. Especially because if she's getting a lot of matches, then you fall off the radar. You go below the screen on your phone. So just send a message. I agree. (laughs) I don't believe Uh, it. I, I will say this, though. Men, this is from a man to other men out there. If you are looking for a tip, here is the tip. Just the tip? Especially on... 
especially on Bumble. For those women who you are genuinely more interested in than others, hit the extend. What is it called again? Extend. Okay. Hit the extend because that extend will send a notification and it will demonstrate that you are interested. I actually have heard from multiple women that they will only reply to men who have hit that extend. That's so silly. I, this is a factual statement that I have heard from at least three women because what that tells... <laughs> so, so many. So scientific. <laughs> <laughs> so because that basic... Because what you just said mm-hmm. is... Typically, women are getting, you know, 20, 30, 40 matches a day. And if you are at the bottom of that list, they are Forget not. Forget it. You're done. Right. You're done. So the extend moves you to the front of the list and it keeps you there for 24 hours. And it means that you are interested in communicating with them. It highlights that. And then they are more likely to contact you. Okay. I'm on board with that. However, I would tell women just right in the 24 hours so on bumble for anyone listening if you don't know bumble the woman has to write first and you have 24 hours to do so after you get the match and then the guy has 24 hours after that to reply and if one of those conditions is not met the match is gone you can however extend and you get a certain number for free you basically get one every 24 hours yeah, for free. Exactly. You can extend, which means she has another 24 hours to write to you. Regardless, enough of these games, right? If you're going to write to somebody, like I do tell my female clients, the minute you match with someone, just send him a message. Why not? Yeah, I, I'm going to add to this. I Again, I agree. Keep in mind also that we are all busy and doing our things and just because you respond instantly doesn't mean that she's going to see it instantly. That's she, absolutely true. You know, it, it may be another couple of hours before she sees that response uh, or he sees that response. So, you know, just respond whenever you have the time to respond and let it flow. Exactly. Don't try to game it. That's no, all I have to say about that. Don't try and to actually, game there was a study done a few years ago by the dating app Hinge. The conclusion at the top of their, you know, finding says men have shorter attention spans. Huh? <laughs> it's talking to women here. It says, if you don't message a guy within six hours, the likelihood he'll respond drops by 25%. And then it says on the other side, women are more patient. Within the same time period, the chance a woman will respond only drops by 5%. So it's like, ooh, squirrel. Yeah. Just right. That's it. Yeah, just right. And, you know, I would also argue that I know, again, from my personal experience, when I respond to somebody and then they respond back, if that is instant on both accounts, there is a higher likelihood that I will actually ask them out and they will say yes, because that conversation is happening dynamically in real time. Right. So just do it. Yeah, it has momentum. Exactly. Okay, let's take a break. Okay. Here's the thing. Do you hate being single on the holidays? You have matching Snuggies just waiting to be broken out? If you're single this holiday season and you don't want to be, but remember, single by choice is A-okay, then check out psychologist and relationship expert Antonio Borello's five tips to take charge of your love life on YouTube. In eight minutes, he gives you all the tools you need for the holiday season and beyond. And while you're there, 
subscribe to his channel, and mention that you heard about it on So We Met Online. Also sponsoring today's episode is the book, Love at First Sight. This is my book. I guide you through how to do online dating successfully. It's a perfect gift for the holiday season, and it comes in ebook form as well. You can find it on Amazon when you search Love at First Sight, S-I-T-E. Okay, we're back. That same client had one more question. I guess he stored them up for a while. He says, openers, what do you think of the attached one? And I will read it. I thought it was pretty creative, but didn't get a response. Before I tell you what his opening line was, I will say, creative or not, I mean, creative is obviously better, but we can never guarantee a response. Again, all of the advice I give is advice I know to work, but ultimately I can't go to the other person's house and figure out why they didn't <laughs> respond to you. Yeah. So some things you could do everything, quote, perfectly, and it still won't work. Anyway, in this case, I had some feedback. He had written, does HR specialist mean heart rate specialist? Because you have mine beating fast. Oh, wow. Sorry, I had to. Couldn't help myself. I know it means human resources. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. On a scale from 1 to 10, that is like maybe a 2. I wrote, okay, I give tough love. Honestly, in no uncertain terms, it made me cringe. <laughs> Yes. Nothing sexual, heart rate or otherwise, is ever appropriate. And while I obviously know where you were going with it, the humor didn't come across right. With only knowing that one piece of information that she works in HR, I'd recommend something like an HR specialist. That sounds like a great job. I assume you're a people person. Well, until you have to fire someone, I guess. So... <laughs> <laughs> Crazy enough, I have been sending you, or I have sent you in the past, pickup lines or oh, bun yeah. or Bumble. Um, That's my whole first Instagram. Yeah. Time Bumble things and what my responses have been, and I I quickly found one here real quick for you. So this is what she said to me, and here was my response. Okay. She said, "Good morning, Chris. I'm on my way to Whole Foods. Do you need anything?" You know, it's from TV, right? I do. Okay. okay, so the, again, it's very generic, well, right? No, 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 it's not generic. It's from Aziz Ansari's TV show, yeah. Master of None. I get it, but okay. okay, so how many women do you think are using that line? Two years ago, a ton. Okay, so again, that's why I'm saying it's very generic. So it's how not generic, it's a copy. Okay, fine. It's generic, sure. It's a copycat of, it's. there's no thought process into this pickup line, right? You're just copying it. Correct. Unless you didn't watch Master of None, in which case it's kind of cute. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Way to buzzkill this. I know, right? Anyway, so she says a copycat line that has no thought process whatsoever, right? Would you argue that there's any thought in what she's saying here? Or you're just like... Well, it's better than hey. Yeah, or true. what's up. Okay. I mean, it's definitely a step above that. But considering you knew that line from the TV show, okay. yeah, it was a little lazy. So I could have said one of two things, right? I could have said, well, that's kind of a lazy pickup line. No. Or I could have said, hey, uh, I've heard that line before from someone, right? Or you can or, say, I need asparagus. Yeah, whatever. Here's what I said, though. Oh, goodness. Yes, I'm ready. So again, I'm going to just repeat the line since you've lost all the momentum on it. <laughs> Sorry. She said, good morning, Chris. I'm on the way to Whole Foods. Do you need anything? 
I said, how about you pick me up your heart with a side of your phone number? Whoa. And it probably worked. <laughs> That's actually... <laughs> and she said, That's funny. I'm usually not so quick with phone numbers, but what the hell? Here's my number. And she handed it to me. I called her immediately. And? We went on a date. I love it. Yeah. I... Sometimes you have to be dorky and goofy oh, and change it around. I'm all about dorky and goofy. Okay. How about okay. a pick up a side of my heart and your phone number you, or whatever? So. You are very endearing. I give yeah. you that. I mean, like, here's another one. You know, somebody sent me. Hello, Chris. How are you? So besides me messaging you, what is the best part of your day? Okay. You know. It's fine. It's like what you feel like saying versus what, you know, you're hoping... It's hard. I understand it's very hard, especially in Bumble, for women to come up with these first liners as well. Well, if you have a good profile, it's not as hard because you can just reference something from it. So I I tell women on Bumble, if he has something in his profile, reference something and ask about it. And if he doesn't have anything you can talk about, then you have to be somewhat creative. Don't just put, hey, what's up, hi, hi. There's nothing to go off of there. I mean, ask a crazy question. Like, do you prefer your avocados mashed? Something, I don't know where I just came up with that, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just in the mood for an avocado. Maybe. Uh, I got one submitted to me. I get them submitted to me sometimes. Let's just go with this. We're having fun. <laughs> I get them submitted to me sometimes on Instagram. I got uh, someone, a, a guy said as his opening line to someone, how much does an elephant weigh? But he spelled way incorrectly. He put W-A-Y. And then she wrote, do you mean way? W-E-I-G-H. And he wrote, LOL, yes, that's correct. And she wrote, I love this, that depends on the type of elephant. <laughs> Can range from whatever to whatever for full-grown elephants depending on the type. <laughs> and he says, well, it's enough to break the ice. And then it goes on, hey, my name's Jason, and I like to party. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, I love this. She said, why is the elephant on the ice? (laughs) I was cracking up. Maybe we should just do the rest of the episode. Forget the Q&A. Let's just find ridiculous openers. (laughs) Don't try this at home, kids. Okay, we got this. The guy says, you seem like trouble. Response, I'm not. (laughs) He says, are you in Florida? Response, I'm not, (laughs) again. He says, will you come to Florida? Response, nope. He says, not even for me? Response, negative. (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny, but it is. All right, let me find one more. Uh, (laughs) This is good comic relief. I did. On that note, I did have somebody reach out to me on a first pickup line and basically say, so when are you coming to Dallas to meet me? And I'm like, meet you in Dallas? Yeah. Uh, Okay, I have one last one, and it's actually kind of cute. The guy wrote, do you ski by any chance? Response, ooh la la. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote, I haven't been to Vermont yet, but I've heard amazing things. Bummer. Well, I did work as a ski instructor while I was getting my MBA. Response, ski bummer. (laughs) Obviously, I wrote that. He wrote, that's so adorkable. (laughs) And we'll end it there. (laughs) Uh. Thanks for listening.